the cot episode 64 back again yes sir you boys ryan and paul hey paul and ryan man hey we keeping it consistent we keeping it going you know yes sir keeping it gangster <laughs> hey man hey man hey april man april you 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 somebody try to pull the april fools on you or what Hey man, I don't know, man. It seems like April Fool's been going for like a few days now. I thought I thought I was good on the first, but it's been a couple shenanigans this week. So you right. know, we uh we staying diligent, we staying strong out there, we staying uh locked in, tapped in, all that. But how about you, man? Anybody been uh trying hey, to trickery? Hey man, you you know what? I uh I was with the family, I was with the family, my mom's birthday. My mom's birthday is in March, at the end of March. So we took a trip to the East Coast. We went to, uh, hey. we flew over to, uh, I flew into Boston, kicked it in Boston, drove up to the uh, Hampton, uh, New Hampshire. And then, you know, we went over to Maine because because uh, I had to get some of that lobster they always talk yeah, about. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. So, so great experience all around. Seafood was amazing. Uh Man, I just tried a whole bunch of stuff. My my cousin say, you know, in, in, in the spirit of April Fools, like I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna fool you guys, but I'm gonna make you taste a bunch of stuff that you never tasted before. So hey. she's asking me like, have I had snails? And I'm like, nah, I haven't had no snails, right? I would never think to eat snails, but I know you know people yeah. eat it. That's cargo. Right? You tried it? I tried it. Oh, I tried it, man. She well, ordered. How, how was it? I mean, not bad. I mean, it wasn't uh, bad. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's not like chicken, <laughs> right? It's not something that's on the menu, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, let me order that. Let me get that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, nah, it ain't like that. But they get um, you to try any caviar. I did. I did. I tried oh, some caviar. Crazy. Okay. And it's, and it's different types of caviar, right? You got those. You got the big ones, and then you got the smaller ones. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, you know, I'm not as educated on that. But I ate it. You know what I mean? And even some of the sushi in, in a spot we went at. We went to. We went to the spot called the Office Line. Um, shout out to the office. They, they took care of us, and we had uh, different sushis with the uh, with with the, with the different caviars on them. And, and you know, it's an experience, bro. It's an experience. She was like, "If I order it, you gotta eat it." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, I was a little scared, but you know, what I'm saying, I step outside the box from right. time to time. Hey, you over there in Washington, man? Is the seafood scene big or? Oh, of course, of course. We got we got the wharf in, in uh, D.C. Uh, and uh, they got like a fisherman's market, but that fisherman's market kind of, I think, transferred over to uh, Maryland and things like that. But yeah, I mean, even even Baltimore, if you want to travel out there, got crazy seafood. So, yeah, living on the East Coast definitely has its advantages. Um, but, yo, we, we all know that Chicago still is uh, one of the top food cities in America. Can't yeah, with it, even though it's in the Midwest. Yes. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. I mean, you got a little bit of everything there. Got a little bit of everything there. Yeah, so man. Can't knock that. And hey, one let's of my- get into the uh, let's get into the big story though. This uh, final four and the uh, actual uh, championship game for March Madness. So, yeah. you know, with the uh, with the final four, let's start with uh, UNC beating Duke. Did you huge, huge. Since yeah. sent Co- Coach K on his way. Come on now. Come on now. You know. Not uh, just sent him on his way, but it was the rival team that sent him on his way too. 
real poetic. Twice this year too, I believe. Crazy. Twice this year, and 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 their actual divisional championship, and now in the what the final four or the elite eight, you know, send them on his way to final four. Yeah, man, this is uh, I mean, yeah, poetic. It's uh, ironic, <laughs> you right. know, like right. how do you go out like that? But you know, Coach K celebrated Coach. Um, shit, it's time to hang it up. I guess I guess they made that obvious, huh? <laughs> right, right. Like, hey, okay, we done. So then, okay, UNC advances. They they mm-hmm. face Kansas in the final, and you know the the just the highlight version of that game. It was kind of neck and neck, right up until the end. You know, a lot of people thought that uh, UNC was going to take it. They were kind of leading the whole way through, and yeah, man, never, never give up, man. Don't, don't turn the channel for anything because uh, Kansas actually came back to scoop that national title. Did you uh, tune into the game? Were you watching it live? My oh, man, hundred percent. They were down fifteen points at one point. Come on, bro. You down fifteen it. points, and I'm looking like man. And uh, the center, I forget his. Uh, I don't want to pronounce his last name wrong, but Armando. I think it's Balcott. Yeah, or whatever. He got yeah. the dress off for for UN, uh, University of uh, North Carolina. Man, he was playing his ass off. He was boxing out. He was doing everything he was supposed to, but then he had hurt his his uh ankle. Yeah, and they had to pull him out of the game. But uh, man, uh. Jayhawks rallied and came back, bro. They, they, you know, they stuck together and came back. And to be honest with you, uh, Carolina had a chance to win at the end, mm-hmm. but they kind, they kind of jagged it, man. Yeah, you know? they kind of jagged it. And in those high pressure situations, or when you can't make those mistakes, those turnovers, and you know, uh, my man threw it, tried to throw it to the, his teammate, and threw it out of bounds, like you know, pressure bush pipes. Right, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it really comes down to, and, you know, we forget that these are college athletes as well, playing on huge stages, sometimes more attendance at these games than, you know, some NBA games. So, you know, under that light too, and we know, you know, a big goal of all these college players who are playing at this level is to be in the NBA. You know, this is a big, you know, testing ground for that. So you've been playing all year. Now the pressure is really up. You know, can yeah. you, you know, can you withstand? Or are you going to fold under pressure? So, you know, Kansas, they were laser focused throughout. And, you know, the one time UNC decides to blink, that's when the tables turn. So, you know, just a yeah. cautionary tale, something we've seen in sports, you know. Yeah. So, hey, hey, strong ended, man. I mean, they only won by three points. It was close all game. Um, that's the kind of championship game you want to see instead of these blowouts. You know, it makes it exciting for the fans. Exactly. So, you know, shout out to both teams, though, man. They they, they both uh, showed up. They made it through. You know, all those other uh, hard fought games throughout the whole tournament, and yeah, they gave us what we wanted. Exactly. We wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Shit, man. Continuing with sports, we got uh Tiger Woods talking about. He, you know, he's uh pretty much decided that he's going to be, you know, participating in the Masters and he thinks he's got a good chance of winning. So, you know, this is a different tune than we've heard from him recently, especially after that, you know, last car crash that had him kind of second guessing his his future with golf. Man, do we uh, do we like to see this? We like to see Tiger Tiger back feeling confident. I mean, we do, bro, because the last couple of years, he's, it's kind of been shaky for Tiger, even, you know, in his golf career, um, regardless of the uh, car crashes. But, I mean, it, it's one of those things, right? It's like 
golf, I've seen people way older than Tiger still playing golf, right? Yeah. So, so, so to me right now, it's kind of the telltale of, of, of like, you know, does age have anything to do with it or is it just how you feel? Are you feeling competitive? You know what I mean? Can you really get out there and perform, you know, to the highest level um, and compete with these guys, especially some of these young guys coming up? I mean, there's some good golfers out there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I've been watching the last couple of tournaments and um, I think that Tiger, if he feels like it, if he feels like he can compete, I, I will, you know, I, I'll listen to him because, uh, man, he it's not like he hasn't won before. Right. So Come on. <laughs> you know, right, a couple times. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. People are uh, some of these blogs and some of these common, you know, comments that people put out here on social media, man, they talk as, as if he hasn't done it before. It's like this is a champion, you know. I, I you know, he knows his own body. So I, I can roll with him. It's just he, he, you know, him and Brady, man, I just can't sit down, right? Hey, come on, come on. <laughs> now, now what's going on? What's going on with Brady's team with the Bucks? I think they had a uh they got a new coach, right? Yeah, the coach left. And it was uh and obviously he said it had nothing to do with Tom. And you know, Tom wrote him a love letter on Twitter, like, you know, thanking him and whatever, but um he he was noted to have said that if Tom wanted to come back, you know, unretire and come back, that he wasn't gonna take him back. I don't know if you remember those comments. Hey, but, it's uh, all coming together now. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but now Tom is back and uh, all of a sudden the coach is leaving. I'm not saying he's the reason why, but I'm just saying it's a little, it's a <laughs> right, little fishy. Yeah. I ain't saying, but I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, I ain't saying, but I'm just saying, you know, if it, if it quacks and walks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. So, oh, man. I, well, I don't know. What do we know about this new coach then? Where does he come from? What's his, like, kind of story? Yeah, to be honest with you, man, that's that's brand new news. So, right. um, I, I, I don't know anything about the new coach. Oh, he's black. So, yeah. <laughs> shout yeah. out. Let's try to, hey, hey, you always got to support that, you know. Exactly. Little sprinkle, little sprinkle of some color in there. Exactly. Let's see. A little diversity higher. Hey, we need that. <laughs> we need that. And that's us. Uh, let me see what they say about him. Boom. Todd Bowles, right? That's the new coach taking over. He took over. Um. He learned a great deal from Bruce Aarons. Yeah. And he, uh, he was at the New York Jets previously, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right, right. I mean, it was the Jets, so. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. Look, look, bro. I mean, all you got to do is put Tom Brady with somebody and they're going to be all right, so. Right, he got two, he got TB12, man. That's exactly. all you need to know, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's all you need to okay. know. He's going to be okay. And look, look, yeah. I kind of just thought about something, right? So last episode when we was talking about LeBron kind of being in charge of like, you know, damn near being a player manager without, you know, officially having the title. Um, You know, I kind of thought about that with, uh, you know, kind of how we were speaking on Tom Brady just now. You know, with oh. how okay, he's gonna be okay. And Brady, you know, he kind of has a similar, you know, role too, where he's gonna start, you know, moving chess pieces for the team and shit like that. But yeah, you know, it, it uh brings me to Magic Johnson's comments. I don't know if you saw Magic was saying that LeBron is to blame for 
the Lakers not recruiting DeMar DeRozan. Hey, hey first and foremost, thank God they didn't. Cause the <laughs> right. Bulls, because the Bulls got them and Bulls we'll take them right. and we'll keep and we'll keep them. Yes, sir. Uh, that's first off. Second off, Magic ain't too far off. Right. I mean, I, I don't I don't dislike LeBron. Like I, I fuck with LeBron. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, it's well known that he has a hand in, you know, putting his teams together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, look at that whole roster. You know what I mean? That's the Eastern, the Western Facts. All-Stars right there. Facts. <laughs> you know? But, uh, man, I, I I mean, is Magic wrong? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either, man. I, I mean, maybe he looked at DeMar and was like, nah, I don't want him, you know, outshot. Because they play the same position, right? Yeah. They play the same position, so. Maybe LeBron, you know, he not he not ready to like really step to the side just yet. He still got to be, you know, this this my team type. So right, right, right. And you know what? And to his, and to, in all fairness, nobody know Demar was gonna get off like he is. Facts, facts. Nobody, nobody knew he was gonna perform like he's performing. And uh, I think it's a lot of teams kind of, you know, upset that they didn't make that move. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, once, once they see, yeah, once they see him now, it's like, oh, the hindsight is twenty twenty. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, you know, shout out to whoever on the Bulls kind of had that that uh, foresight to be like, nah, he's he's the right one, definitely the right one, bro. And you know what? To, and also, man, shout out to Anthony Davis. He he came back. Yeah. He came back, and uh, he he had a he, he been balling a, or what? He been balling. He been balling. He been Thanks. taking his time, which he should. You know, he he's a big man, but. I mean, him, him just getting involved. It's funny, bro, because like, like, like a couple years ago, I was a, the White Howard hater, right? Because yeah. he was a big man, but he wasn't playing like a big. He wasn't playing like a big man, dominating down low like he should be, right? Mm-hmm. And when I look at it, and I'm kind of on the Shaq wagon because Shaq, he he doesn't have love for big men who don't play like big men, right? And we've been kind of lacking that in the NBA, man. Some would say, some would say they've been kind of soft. You know what I mean? But Anthony Davis is not one of those big men. He he bangs down low. He will dunk on you. He he can run the ball. He got handles as well. And, um, you know, it's good to see somebody come back and actually dominate down low because they played uh, Denver the other night. Yeah. And, um, even with uh, Joker down there who is, you know, in a running for the MVP on Denver, you know, playing on Denver, um, Anthony Davis was dominating over him. Yeah. Of course, yeah. So, so <laughs> right, right, right. But, but you know, but that just shows you, like, you know, how the league lacks big men. It's yeah. like, okay, it's like, okay, well, AD came back now, he dominating over Joker, right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Who, who's in the MVP running? So, is he just yeah, in the MVP? Right. Is he just in the MVP running because he ain't got no competition? Or... Hey, hey, something to think about, right? Exactly, it begs the question. So, yeah, hey, yeah, well, man. good to see him back though because he was out for a minute. Man, a good minute, man. Those injuries uh, to, to players, bro, that's, that's you know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's never good. You never want to see somebody um in their career earlier because of injuries, you know, uh, just like D. Rose, right? D. Rose had to switch up his whole game because of his, his legs. Yeah. And he had, you know, he had, to, he had to go from being explosive and, and taking it in a hole to being a shooter. So sometimes, you know, that's a lesson for life, though, man. Sometimes you got to pivot. You got to be flexible and be able to pivot. So, yeah, shout out to them, man. Yep. You been watching any of the games? You been tuning in? I've been trying. I've been trying. Um, I I caught some of the Bulls games, but I haven't caught any of the Lakers games. You know, I just I just kind of like see the highlights on on uh, Twitter and shit like that. But you know, hopefully AD can help the Lakers kind of like 
gain back some of what's left of the season. Right. Because, you know, the Lakers have been getting uh, beat up out here. So do they still have a shot at making the playoffs? Uh, they're a couple games back, bro. I don't know. I can pull up the uh, <laughs> pull up the Western Conference standards oh, right now. Right. So the Lakers, actually, the Nuggets are in fifth place. The Lakers are Lakers in 11th place. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah. So yeah. I think it might be a little bit, uh, a little bit too late for them. They got a uh, ahead of them is Spurs at 10 Pelicans and the Pelicans. Right. The Pelicans at nine Clippers, T-Wolves, Jazz, Nuggets. Yeah. And that top five, man, the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavericks, Nuggets, they've been hooping. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Jazz was number six. Uh, they 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 all got good teams right now, and the Suns they they're sixty two and sixteen. That's a hell of a record. Facts. So, so they got a young team with Chris Paul as a floor general. So you got to respect that, man. Uh, yeah, I think the Lakers, man, they just need to take this this year and and, and you know chalk it up and reevaluate. Go back to the yeah, reevaluate, man. Go back to the drawing board. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is what it is. LeBron might got to start playing a little smarter. Well, I mean, I, I won't say that because, you know, every time, you know, somebody says that or, or questions or they look at the Lakers uh, record, you can bring up LeBron's stats and how they haven't really changed over over the years and things like that. So, you know, is it his team? Is it, you know, does he still have to kind of switch his game up to like maximize, you know, who's around him and things like that? You know, I guess time will tell, but. Yeah, they do got to make some changes before the next season if they want to stay competitive, especially if LeBron wants to stay in the uh, league until Bronny gets there. Right. And my question is this, bro. And maybe, you know, you got some insight on this or, or, you know, an opinion on this. Um, Does LeBron step back? Does he step back and let a good coach be a good coach? Right. Because either either you do that and then you really start playing on somebody's new, like, game plan. And because, you know, maybe – it like like I said, it can't be just his stats, right? He's contributing, right? So at that point, yeah, it, it probably is a strategy thing. They right. have some injuries, sure, but it's got to be strategy at some point. So yeah, maybe maybe LeBron does step back and let a coach be the coach rather than yeah, you know, I I know the best way. You know, clearly not. You know, we in eleventh place, so you know either you let the coach be the coach or. You know how we were speaking about DeRozan. If they do make a, a you know, a big acquisition and and somebody is poised to like outshine James, don't be, you know, don't be uh, hesitant because you know you might lose some shine. You're still LeBron, so just be the smarter player and maybe fall back in that situation if you do have a player who's ready to shine and show out. Right. Because you know what? With you know, getting your assists up or whatever. Right. Uh, and I was going to say, LeBron is such a flexible player himself, bro. We've seen him run the point guard. Yeah. We've seen, you know, small forward, shooting guard, point guard. He can switch. Yeah. So he, so he could switch, bro. You know, in clutch situations, he can jump in a point. He would have had a, a good DeRozan or, or whatever good player they try to, you know, pick up mm-hmm. in the small forward position, throw Melo at the shooting guard. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. you, you, got so, you got so many combinations you could set up for uh, – 
you know, certain moments or certain time points in the game, bro. Like you, you know, you gotta think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it, it can't be about you know you outshining people because I mean, I mean, if I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna bring this. I don't know why I'm gonna bring this up, but yeah. I am gonna bring it up. But Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, that big big ass contract he just took in Green Bay, right? He forced them to give him all that money. But what he do, you know, because he, you know, being greedy or being whatever. They get rid of his star receiver, the receiver who who got him all them yards, you know? Mm-hmm. My boy Devontae Adams, gone. Because they can't afford to pay him. Yeah, yeah, what did I do? They can't afford to pay him. Right. You know, and that's just a fact. That's just that's just a fact. So, you know, every action has an opposite and direct reaction. I mean, Tom, Brady, Michael Jordan, all the greats, they've taken pay cuts to get the players mm-hmm. they wanted to get. That's a fact. You know, gotta LeBron, do you got to do sometimes, yeah. Yeah, man. And I'm not saying it's about money, but I mean, shit, you know. Sometimes like you said, thinking outside the box, man, what do you have to do to, you know, get to where you w- want to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, championships, bro. I don't care what nobody says. Mm-hmm. I don't care how great a player is. Ask Charles Barkley. He said he he mentioned it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ain't got no ring, I don't care how good of a player you are. You know what I mean? You 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 that to win. People want to see win, you know. That's right. what it is. That's what competition is. So, you know, we out here winning. You know, that's it. Hey, real, real, real shit, bro. So, I just finished uh, uh, Bel Air earlier. Now, nah, I kind of, you know, I wish Gordo was here because I know everyone's tapped in and whatnot. Did you? Did you finish it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that finale then? Because I know we all saw it. So at this point. Without giving too much away, man. I, yeah, I won't give too much away, but I mean, uber emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Uber emotional. Uh, will make me want to smack him up a little bit, just acting like a little. You know what I'm saying? Like, come yeah, on, bro. Talking, I, yeah, talk a little. I get here. it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. But come on, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, you know, it will. You know what? What happened in the episode was was how it was supposed to happen. I think that um that uh they did a really good job of like I said, man, real life situations, shit that happens every day, all the time, right? Yeah. And uh there's a lot of uh people out here who, you know, might have not met their parents, mother, father, or lost a parent, mother or father. And man, that hits people differently, man. Yeah. You know, I got some friends who, you know, when they lost their parents or or their parents, you know, just just were absent out of their lives. I can tell how it affected them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, man, it's it's just I think it's something that a lot of people don't think about. I think it's something that a lot of people wouldn't even imagine. You know, uh, would affect somebody. And it's like, okay, just get over it. It's like, nah, man, that's a huge emotional. You know, that's a huge emotional gap in somebody's soul, if you will, or, or you know or who they are as a person. Your parents shape you. You know regardless of uh, how much time you might have spent with them. But, um, yeah, certain points in your life for a woman where you need another woman's, uh, you know, guidance. And for a man, you know, where you need another man's guidance, even in business, right? They always, you know, you hear um, all these successful business people, they have they have mentors yep. who they go to when they got questions and, you know, when they really don't know what the next step is or when they're trying to put something in perspective and, and we might not think about it like that, but our parents are our mentors throughout our lives, you know. Mm-hmm. 
our parents are our mentors and, and, and they guide us, um, you know, to a certain point. And, uh, and even after that point, even after that, that adulthood, they still guide us, you know, in, in certain things, you know? Um, and it's, uh, you know, you never know how that affects somebody. So, uh, you know, I felt them. Yeah. I felt them. It, was a, it was a good episode. You know, it was a good, it was a good finale, you know, I mean, and we're snobs. So we always right. look for more action and shit at the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, but I it, like what uh, you said earlier. Left- no, my bad. I was going to say, I like what you said earlier about how, uh, you know, with the, you know, not having a parent or whatnot, that's a huge, uh, chunk of you and whatnot. Cause you know, in, in this, I guess, iteration of the show, you know, Will is talking about, you know, his father being out of his life for 13 years and things like that. You know, he got Uncle Phil and, and whatnot. And you would think, OK, you know, you got you got somebody you got you got people around you. Um, You know, you haven't seen your dad in 13 years. You know, maybe the last time you seen him was real young and things like that. But, you know, one thing that Will did say was like, yo, like, you know, who was he? You know, what qualities did I get from him? You know, who was he? So that's important to people. You know, even right. if even if the father had passed or something, I think that's something that's really important. And like you said, you know, your parents shape you, even if they're not in your life. You kind of want to know just like, you know, genes wise, what did I what did I take from my parent and things like that? So that's like important for everybody's personal history. Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, I haven't been through that situation, but I felt it when he said that. I was like, yeah, because it's hard. You can sit there and be like, oh, I don't know a parent. It doesn't matter. But deep down, you're like, nah, I want to know where I came from. You know, right. literally, who, you know, who, who I came from, who, you know, contributed to this life here on Earth. So, yeah. Right. Right. And you know what? It's funny, man, because uh, how they describe his father and who he was as a person, you can still connect some of Will's attributes to his father, mm-hmm. you know, in order to be, you know, uh, and like I said, it won't give away too much information or whatever, but in order to be, you know, uh, somebody who can get people to do stuff, you know what I'm saying? You got to be a charming dude. You got to yeah. be, a, you know, you got to be able to talk and, and you know what I mean? And yeah, say things you got to have a little swag, got to, you know, light up a room, right. all the stuff that Will right. is doing in, in the show and stuff. So you that see- he's doing it in, in his regular life, like, you know you know <laughs> it's like you got that from you got that from pops you know what i mean because his mom was a little bit more high strung which i could right. see that when he gets angry and then yo what was crazy was his pop said something about like oh so you don't know what your mom did she doesn't have any blame either and i was like oh man which was an interesting point you know not to you know not to uh say anything about moms but you know just when we're speaking about you know parental dynamics a lot of times when one parent is out of the picture it's easy to paint a picture of nah this person is everything that's wrong i never did anything wrong they got to get out of there so it was like oh well hey you know he's got something to deal with there too you know it's it is a real a real deal situation like what basically you know you i guess you come to the realization that your parents are people people make mistakes so you know he's sitting there like yo of course your mom held you down and things like that but you don't necessarily know you know what happened during the uh the breakup or the you know dissolution of that family unit and things like that so 
you know, that was interesting to hear because Will's sitting there fighting up. And he's like, you ever thought about, you know, your mom's actions or your mom's roles or her decisions? And he's like, right. you know, Will's damn near broken down now. I don't know where to turn to. He ain't got and that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody been lying to him. And and, mm-hmm. and I mean, that brings up a solid point, bro. That's that's a deep that's a deep point right there is that, you know, whoever you around is the story you're going to get. Right. And that's yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. That's in life. Right. You 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 can if one person's absent. And you around the other person in the story, you get just getting that side of the story. Exactly. That's the way you're gonna think right. about it. You going in there, you going in there with a bias. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, history is by the winners. They say <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody can right. contributes. You know what I mean? To how how the how the situation went down. And hey, man, that's strong, man. That's a life lesson in its own. You know, and that, and that really, like you said, really threw uh threw Will out of whack, man. He didn't. He didn't know how to handle it. He's just like, man, everybody lying to me pretty much. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody being straight up with me. And it's uh and, and it's and it's crazy because um, you know, as parents, parents believe that they should protect their kids, which you should to a certain extent, but you can't protect them from the world, you know. At some point, at some point, you gotta start feeding, feeding them the truth so they can look at the world for what it really is and be able to navigate through it with a clear mind. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. You know, you knowledge are- is power. Hey, what did you say? Knowledge is power, baby. Exactly, exactly. Come on now. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings, because, come on, facts. You got to gotta have that uh, intel to, you know, move move correctly out here. 100%. So, you know, staying in the realm of TV, uh, you tapped in with uh, Atlanta? I, I I didn't check out the last episode. Okay, okay, okay. I, we I was traveling. Back. yeah. What's to it? What's to it? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, say I that mean, episode, episode three was cool. Episode three was cool. Um, you know, they're they're on the European tour. Um, like okay. we said last time. So episode three, they are in London. Um, you know, dealing with a few uh hey, I'm trying to go to I'm trying to go to London. Oh, we got to. We got I'm to trying we to go to London, time. man. Yeah, but I'll I'll say influencers, right? Because it wasn't necessarily celebrities, but it was like business people, it was internet people, a lot of movers and shaker parties that they went to. So, you know, it kind of riffs on that type of scene and things like that. And, you know, what really goes down, um, you know, are these, uh, you know, high class, you know, underground parties and things like that. So, you know, right. it was cool. It was interesting. Uh, you know, Atlanta is getting kind of back to form and things like that. Season three so far has been good. So, yeah, man, I definitely uh, would recommend that people tap in yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out tonight. Check it out hey, tonight, man. man. Yeah, uh, man, so many good shows out right now, bro. Like, um, I, I was uh on the plane and uh, I watched Doom. Okay, I was traveling. You have you seen that? D U N E. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That won a bunch of awards. Um, I think they the remade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. movie. I good movie. What'd you think? Hey. Oh man, I, I messed with it, man. And I, you know, Jason Momoa was in there and uh some other good actors. But uh I think the re- the remake was re- really good. Um, yeah. at the end yeah, of that movie it got me hyped up. It definitely set it up for like a you know a second movie and things like that. So I started thinking, mm-hmm. okay, like you know, just from the aesthetic of everything and just from how it looks, I'm like, yo, it could be this could be like a new Star Wars. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Near like a way more serious take, because you know Star Wars is like sure it's serious, but you know you still got some goofy stuff like the Jar Jar Binks and the Wookies, 
you know, things like that. <laughs> but you know, this this joint was a right. little bit more realistic and shit like that. So it was cool. Yeah. It was and I like cool. I like they, they kind of put the, the you know the sword fighting, they, they put the sword play yeah, in there, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not all just shooting, you know. Exactly, so, uh, exactly. Yeah. They had a duel out there. Right, 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 right. So my army versus your army or something. A young man had to prove himself. That's all. That's it. <laughs> So we all out here on that. Go. Now, yo, speaking yeah. of shows, man, we got to speak on a different show. We got to speak on a different show. So the Grammys, um, they was on uh, this weekend as well. Uh, you know, Kanye West, he didn't perform as he was uh, banned or whatnot. Um, but he did pick up two awards. So he picked up best melodic rap song for Hurricane, picked up best rap song for Jail uh, featuring Jay-Z. Tyler, the creator, won best rap album for Call Me If You Get Lost. And then uh, I think uh, it was Tyler John Batiste or John Batiste. He he had one album of the year. I think it's a black uh, jazz musician. So, yeah, man. Uh, cool, cool Grammys. No, no slaps. Hold on, time. man. It says ye. It, hold on. It says ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how I go. You know how so I he, go. He was barred from the Grammys concerning online behavior. Yeah, when he was bullying Kim and Pete. Like, all right. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> like you have the uh, jurisdiction or the authority. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, stay in your lane next time. But abusive uh, and inappropriate messages is what they say. Uh, of course, of course. But yeah. I mean, the Grammys, they, 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 uh, you know, like I said, there was no slaps at the Grammys, but you know, people did end up wanting to slap the Grammys during their tribute section. They called Virgil Abloh a hip hop fashion designer, which everyone went like hip hop, like I guess because it's a music thing. The excuse is that you know they're trying to connect it to music, but at the same time, like. You know, Virgil, Chuck, to be called a hip-hop fashion designer is crazy because, you know, he he did, you know, he was the creative director of the Louis Vuitton. Uh, of, Lou, of Louis Vuitton. Exactly. But he's just the, the hip-hop fashion director. You know what I mean? So, so you know, rightfully yeah, so, people don't like got that. at the Grammys. Like, hey, man, tighten up next time. Things like that. Um, But, you know, we, you know, we spoke about Kanye getting banned and he wasn't able to perform. He still had Coachella to look to, and just recently he pulled out of Coachella because I think he he uh, his reasoning was rehab or, or something. But he definitely said he would take some time to reevaluate, you know, just recent behaviors and things like that. So he pulled out of Coachella. Basically, they're looking at the weekend and Red Hot Chili Peppers to you know take his spot. So. Kanye's uh, yeah. volatileness continues. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that Kanye is making the right choice, man, to reevaluate what the fuck is going on. <laughs> right. I mean, and you know, and, and I say that in all support, bro, because yeah. I feel like he's a great artist, man, and not even a great artist. He's just a great mind in general. He's a great mind in general. I won't even put him in a box of hip hop artists. Right. You know, <laughs> I will put them in that box as people like to put people in boxes out here. And uh, yeah, he's just a great mind. And I feel like Kanye just needs to get back to Kanye as he's been, you know, he's kind of broken free of the of that whole toxic situation. And I mean, I think that, uh, you know, like I said before, 
Um, of course, he has his issues, but he just wants to be a good father at this point, right? I think that him and this whole Kim and his daughter thing is uh, bothering him, messing with him, you know? Yeah. And um, he's trying to get back to himself. But, I mean, once you have kids, man, can you really get back to yourself if, you, if, if you're not whole? You know what I mean? And right. I think that people need to consider that. I think everybody's looking at him as the icon and not the father. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? You know, actors and artists are people, too. I mean, look what's happening with Bruce Willis, man. He got that, uh, I forget the name of the disease he got. Yeah, that's he got rough. that disease. So it's what rough, is it? bro. Like, like uh form of dementia or something? Yeah, it's this it's hold on, and I'll actually pull it up so I'm not mispronouncing it, but um it's it's pretty much in a, a disease where you lose like your cognitive abilities to understand speech and to speak. Damn to articulate. And that's crazy as an actor. You know what I mean? Like that's your whole world. Exactly. That's your whole world, man. So, so yeah, I, I, do, I do remember reading something they said, you know, effective immediately. He's, uh, you know, retired from acting. So, yeah, yeah. He, uh, um, aphasia, mm-hmm. aphasia. And it says, uh, hold on, pull that up because, um, it's crazy. Um, his family announced that he, uh, he retired immediately, was di- diagnosed with aphasia which is affecting his cognitive abilities. Um, and top of the world, bro, A-list actor. You're right. Everything everything you could have wanted, and then you get hit with something like that. You know, Imagine being a singer, and all of a sudden you get a disease and you can't sing anymore. That's your world, right? Done. How would you, you even cope with that? It, I mean, it's hard, bro. Like, as a musician, it would be like, damn, it's over, but at least with a musician, you can turn around and write, you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe still write for other people and things like that. But when it comes to acting and then especially what, what he's got, I don't even know if he can still write. Man, it says it says uh, a doctor Hafiz says um, aphasia is caused when there is damage to the language dominant side of the brain usually the left side and can be brought on by stroke, head injury, brain tumor, infection, dementia. Um, they could vary from person to person, but, uh, you know, I mean, him stepping away isn't a surprise to me, right? Because you want to spend time with your family. If, you're, if I can't communicate with my family, you want to try to figure it out. Like, man, maybe I write on the chalkboard, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> maybe I point at something. something yeah, knows? exactly. You got to get it how you live. Find that job, find that next yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, shit. I mean, stuff like that, bro. And I bring that up to say, you know, shout out to Bruce, Bruce Willis, and uh, you know, play for his family and, and for him. But, but yeah, um, I, I don't that. even know if he can get a new job and whatnot. It's gonna be tough for him, you know. Tough, tough, bro. And I brought that up just to say, like, you know, these people are human too. And I think that people look at Kanye, and he's this big star, and he's this big, he's this icon, right? Right. He's this. He's this. He's this huge, larger-than-life entity within our world, and they forget that he's human. Yeah. You know, they don't give him that. that we was talking that. about the Will, Will Smith stuff last episode, right, and about being human and, you know, having empathy and stuff like that. And I was I was at, like, a you know, a family dinner recently, and, and you know, a family friend, you know, brought it up, and we was talking, and, you know, people just started mention, mentioning things that weren't really, like, 
relevant stuff like oh you know will and and jada you know they they freaks or you know i don't really like them like this or or they killed children are like this or it's like that you know just kind of having their critiques and i'm like none of that means that they deserve to be you know talked about in public like that from you know from what they deem you know unworthy or whatever like we said we can't uh what's it called define other people's offense we can't define what other people find offensive and shit like that so you know when you when you know when i sit there and and i was listening to these you know people kind of go off and give their give their reasoning for well you know they're like this they're like that i'm like yo that doesn't mean they they deserve anything these people are human too and at some point if everybody feels like that, right, if the internet all says they see something and they say, well, you know, you're like this, that's probably what's causing somebody to, you know, lash out and and react like the way Will did. Yeah, man. Because I mean, you seriously, you... they choose to live their life in a certain way. And if something happens, happens to them, you're going to say, oh, well, you know, there's some weirdos anyway. It's like that's, that's kind of the type of thinking that you think like, hey, you know, these guys are celebrities, they'll be good. But shit, man, even even the strongest people sometimes have a day when it's like, you know, they can't handle it. So I can only imagine, you know, being a celebrity and getting bombarded by thousands of comments a day that might, you know, get at you. Mm. Yeah. Hey, hey, you saw what he posted up uh, initially. He was coming at the media. He was like, you know, don't try to t- twist this narrative. Like, you know, like you said, man, getting bombarded. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Can't defend yourself. Oh, you know what I mean? Man, it, it's hard out here, bro. It's hard out here. But, you know, you just got to, you got to, you know, stay focused, stay vigilant. And and what did, uh, what did Denzel say, right? The uh, devil comes for you at your highest moments and things like that. So always... Uh, wise old Denzel exactly man just stay stay cognizant of of what's going on and don't let them catch you off your square out there right hey man we say at the cod you know full speed ahead and the reason we say that is that you got to keep going man no matter what's going on around you it's always going to be an issue it's always going to be chaos but you know you got to go man you got to keep going Exactly. You got to keep going. So, and in this day and age, man, social media and all this, you know, all the shit that's out here, like, you know, it could turn you up real quick, knock you off your square real quick. Come on, man. You know, you know how it go. You know how right. it go. It's yeah. crazy out here, man. So look, man, I'm going a, I'm to a wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this episode up because, you know, I did want to speak about Elon Musk, you know, buying a majority stake in Twitter and being on their um, okay. board of directors. 9.2% or 9.6%. Which, which, which was, uh, it was surprising to me that that is a majority stake. Like how much stock right. is out there. But, me um, too. Hey man, he, he did it. And I, I kind of want to save that topic, you know, when, uh, you know, when Gordo's back for the next episode and things like that. Cause I, I feel like we can all, I feel like we're all going to get turned up with that, with that topic yeah. and just what it means for, for that platform. And of course we already know, elon's relationship with that platform and i mean he's 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 influenced the market to move in ways it normally wouldn't move just by just by tweet tweeting something out exactly so so yes yes, twitter stock is already up and things like that but i just know 
you know, over the years, Elon and that group around him, they've, they've been mad uh, vocal about uh, Twitter and things like that. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if Elon's really right wing, but I mean, you know, a lot of these woke, well, well, I guess they are anti-woke, but a lot of these red pill people, you know, they, right. they, 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 you know, they speak on a certain side of things and things like that. They, you know, he was in their group. So now with him being on the board of directors and having that majority stake, I kind of want to see what's in store for Twitter, how things will change if they do. I mean, I know they're working on the edit button, but, but man, yeah, I, I want to save that full conversation for next episode. So, um, you know, tonight there are two new songs dropping um, that I'll put at the end of this episode. You know, when we were speaking about Keep Going, this is what kind of got me to go in this direction. Um, Jay-Z and Pusha T, they got a new track um, called Neck and Wrist that's dropping at midnight tonight. And Jay-Z and Pusha T are two legends in this game, two legacy artists. And when you talk about Keep Going, I mean, Jay-Z is showing us what it is to rap in your 50s and still be at the top of your game. And, and Pusha T, I mean... He's not a young guy as well. I think he might be in his 40s. So, you know, both these guys are really showing out and letting people know that, you know, hip hop being in a young genre, we haven't necessarily seen um, some of our favorite artists really grow with grace the way we've seen, um, you know, Rolling Stones and things like that still be able to tour well into their old age. You know, for whatever reason it is, you know, a lot of a lot of hip hop artists, maybe it's with health reasons we've seen people pass young or, you know, just with violence. So, you know, yeah. to see Jay-Z and Pusha T and, you know, even Nas and Kanye and and things like that, these rappers who at one point in their career, you know, told people they'd stop rapping at 35 or 30 or something like that. But now it's like, you know, you see people like Griselda who enter the game at that age and stuff like that. And you see you know, the people I mentioned earlier, you know, still rapping at that high level. So, you know, when, when you said about persevering and, you know, still being around, that's kind of what I think about. So I definitely want to, you know, play that uh, neck and wrist at the end of this ep- episode. And then also should, let, you know, let's drop a second track. Schoolboy Q. You know, Schoolboy. He, he's, you know, he's back. He's reintroducing himself again after a long hiatus with a single called Soccer Dad. So we're going to see how, how those two sound. Yeah, both of hey, to me, to has me. persevered himself. Yeah, all three heavy hitters to me. I messed Should I think I started listening to Schoolboy same time I started listening to Nipsey? Yeah, hey, rest you. in peace, Nip, man. Um, you yeah. know that that anniversary, you know, just passed and whatnot, and I and I threw on Victory Lap. So you know, if you're listening to this, you know, go and throw on Victory Lap, Nipsey hustles. Uh, uh, last right. album just to pay your respects because uh the anniversary uh the anniversary of his passing i'm pretty sure it was like a week or so ago so you know yep. Mar- the marathon definitely is continuing yes sir so, tune in the yeah, marathon yeah. continues the cod continues that's right full Five speed ahead baby it's the cod peace that's it. Shoot our own knuckles. 812 map black.
promise you the floor plans, nothing like the model. Like we all Pisces, your bitch in my bubble like I'm still typing, she hoping that you let her go Like a kite string, your eco-friendly jewelers You keep recycling, Cartier bust downs Just not my thing to be in the center of that left and right wing The only time you'll ever see me next to Brightling Wonder where they started from, the facts are frightening Richard Prize flame gave birth to pipe dreams, now we First here the beach with a million dollar auto Bring the cameraman, we can shoot our own knuckle. 812 map black, looking like chocolate. I promise you the floor plans, nothing like the model. I be like Jay Z's a cheater. I wouldn't listen to reason either. All I know is E's a felon. How is he selling? We the Kaliba brothers. Deep down, I believe you love us. Huh? Feast your eyes. The piece unique is sapphire. Rappers liars. I don't do satire. Neither I nor my wrist move mockingly. Y'all spend real money on fake watches. Shockingly, they put me on list with these niggas inexplicably. I put your mansion on my wall. Are you shitting me? I blew bird money. Y'all talking Twitter feed. We got different sob stories. Save your soliloquies. They like if Big was alive. Ho wouldn't be in this position if Big had survived. Y'all would've got the commission. <laughs> ho was gonna always be Ho. It was the universe will, cause the law says so. And now I'm here. With a million dollar auto. Bring the cameraman, we can shoot our own knuckle. 812 map black, looking like chocolate. I promise you the floor plan is nothing like the model. Pussy niggas know about my body, call my second win. Quit acting like me and my crew niggas ain't bring the rappers in. Quit acting like the shit you said wouldn't work, like we ain't make it win. Quit acting like you know me, little nigga. We was never friends. My knuckle game, my flip flop too crazy. I am really him, the soccer dad, my real life too wavy. While I chit the stands, you little rappers, go and wipe your mouth and go pull up your pants. <laughs> damn, nigga, damn. Get up off my dick. Damn, nigga, damn. Uh, get up off my nuts. Damn, nigga, damn. 
You can paint it good, but truth be told, it's watered down Had a microphone, styles I flavored in just a couch Took it platinum 20 plus times, nigga, I'm not a slouch uh, Never had a problem with niggas I couldn't twist up uh, The big homie, no big homies to politic from The blueprint of keeping it low and stacking your chips up We buckled down, made shit happen, they didn't pick us Death, disappointment, and struggles, they make my back ache Pops never showed up, I thank them, it made my life great The only child raised by women, I had to turn eight The mental of a black man hustle, I move at God's pace Real life pain when I'm talking, so I don't play rap The shit you enjoy when I'm kicking, I'm going through that The lame niggas tell us who cool now, where they do that Tears on my collar, I'm perfect, it turned to new leaf Black nigga bomb ass babies, I took a new leaf Slaughtered every gold that I put out and got a new reach Deuce rap, G scrap through the throat they do it through me Uh, get up off my dick Damn nigga, damn, damn, damn nigga, damn 